Good morning. Welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. We are on episode 33. And today we have a special guest. We have Carrie Murphy with the Loudon Education Foundation. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, we're super happy to have you here. One of the things, we also have Leslie Racinos with Local SEO, and we have Aaron Sefchik, our podcast guru. Hello. So, Carrie, one of the things that you told me about the Loudon Education Foundation, which I was not aware of, and I think probably a lot of people don't know, is the gaps that you guys fill in the education system. So can you tell us a little bit about first Loudoun Education Foundation and then some of the amazing things that you guys do? Thank you so much. And I do appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, Loudoun Education Foundation has been around for over 30 years and we're like Loudoun's best kept secret. So we're here not to make it a secret anymore. (laughs) And I appreciate this opportunity. Um, So LEF was established by the school board, like I said, over 30 years ago to be the nonprofit arm of the school system. So some of our programs that were started at the beginning were some scholarship programs and our classroom grants, which we now call the Innovation in Education grants because there are many educators, not just the teachers in the classroom that are looking to do cool and fun things for the students. So that is something that we've continued and something we really want to grow. So that would be one example. Lisa, thank you for bringing that to everyone's intention that, you know, our educators have great ideas and these lesson plans that they want to supplement with cool supplies or cool experiences. Maybe they want to build some gardens or butterfly gardens or do some really cool STEM projects. Like for example, oh, I don't know if I can share this. This is all top secret, you guys. Uh, I just thought about that. One of the applications we just received for the Innovation in Education grant, um, but these are just, as an example, some of the cool ideas that are shared was there is a high school teacher who, as part of his curriculum, wants to have kids design their own arcade game. Oh my oh. God. It's so like, it's super cool, right? That's and these really are these cool. innovative ideas, thus the name change from just classroom grants because it's just more than that. Maybe a librarian has a really cool idea that that they want to present to see if, if we can support. So we do offer these grants anywhere from $500 up to um, $1,500. And it's really grown. We've done a better job, I think, of marketing internally as well to all the educators. So we went from receiving total last year, we have a fall and a spring grant. If you could see my hands moving right now, you would really appreciate that I talk with my hands. Um, a fall and spring grant cycle. And last year we received total 85 applications for both fall and spring. Just this fall, we received 83. Wow. So there's a need there, right? So you talk about filling gaps. So we really, really want to grow that fund so we can say yes to more projects. And um, and sometimes they're multi-grade level Mm -hmm. ideas. Sometimes they're multi-school ideas. And there's really some really cool stuff that all our teachers and our educators are out there trying to create a really cool experience for their students. So that's one way 
that we fill the gap. And that's, again, a proprietary program that we've had forever. We also have recognition events that we are getting ready on May 5th to honor our outstanding educators that were nominated for the Washington Post I guess, competition, if you will, that they they put out there. And uh, all the Loudoun nominees for Teacher of the Year and Principal of the Year will be honored. So that's something we've done for a long time. We have professional development scholarships. Um, for example, if a teacher is looking to become an administrator, we have a particular scholarship that they can apply for to help their would pay for their schooling. That's something that's available. We have the Diversifying the Teacher Workforce Scholarship. That's a new scholarship as of last year. It's a $12,000 scholarship for a high school senior and or a current um, Loudoun County Public Schools classified employee if they're going on to pursue their teaching degree. So we gave three of those last year and we hope to give three this year. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so wow. really trying to supplement and support, encourage, appreciate. We have the Year of the Educator Program where once a month where it's like we come in like the publisher's clearinghouse, right? With the big check and the balloons and the whole thing. And Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, so the LCBS Human Resources and Talent Acquisition right, HRTD department, they randomly choose an educator and then we come in with this posse of people and and a prize and just surprise the, and say, good job and go treat yourself kind so of thing. So the year of the oh, educator. Awesome. So it's like the year of the, the dragon. Yep, right. You have yeah. the year of the educator. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's an apple instead of a dragon uh, or a sure. light bulb. It, both, right? Do we feel like we're updating the apple to the light bulb <laughs> I or a brain? Uh, it okay. could be. We got to come up with a good logo. So I feel for like that. it's been That's... an apple for a really long time. It's time to change it. I don't know. I don't know. We do live near the, sh- you know, the valley where there's like apple blossom. We have a lot of apple oh. stuff. So I don't know if we can stray too far from that. Exactly. One other thing that we do. I'm sorry. You, Lisa's like, I'm regretting this decision already <laughs> to invite Carrie on the podcast. No. Um, so we just do so much when there is an idea about or there's feedback maybe from the community and it's time to try something new Mm -hmm. at LCPS. Oftentimes different divisions will come to us and say, can you help support this? Can you help fund this? Can you connect us to community partners and funders so we can launch this thing off the ground? And there's some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Oh That's awesome. Yeah. So I, and, and that was in direct response to a survey that was sent out to the community. So when you see those surveys, answer the surveys, because then they're going to come to me and ask me to find some funders. To help. I really right, think good to know. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that it's frustrating sometimes when you're trying to implement a new plan, a new program, something, and it's hard to know what to do with the community's feelings are on it when people aren't filling out the surveys. And it's hard on social media to get people to fill out surveys because really? everybody's worried about hackers and uh, information yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, data breaches and different things like that. And they're not quite sure if it's legit. They just uh, never know. Okay. So I feel like my advice to you on that would be to attend these events 
and then to ask the event coordinator if you can speak on it for two minutes mm -hmm. and then have an easy QR code set up at tables, say so Loudon Chamber or one of our coffees or any event that, that you could possibly get in for one minute to say, hey, this is the QR code. That's um, a great this idea. This is legit. So they have a face to to place and to know, and then they'd be more comfortable doing it. Well, I will share that with the LCPS communications team and the community connections department. I think you'll get a too. lot more uh, response that way. Excellent. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that feedback. You're welcome. Thank I'm you. I'm all full of it. So anyways, continue, my dear. Oh, gosh. What else? Uh, we want to recognize our students that are just doing great things. So like mm -hmm. everyone says, like, follow, share, right? Mm -hmm. If we, yeah. um, if you don't know about the Loudoun Education Foundation, first of all, we have a pretty cool new website come up being developed right now. So, so give us a few weeks on that. Um, you can go to our website now. It's just perfectly fine, mm -hmm. but it's going to be most excellent very soon. <laughs> and again, we're here to share the good news and the good programming and all the good things that are going on every single day in classrooms across, in schools across Loudoun County. And, and again, when we have a division that comes to us to say, gosh, this is something we'd really like to do. It's just not in the operating budget this year. What can mm -hmm. you do to help us make it happen? And of course, we have our own strategic plan. So we need to make sure that we're following what our board has approved, the direction that we're heading, and then, of course, have those conversations um, with them. Um, I, I will just share about the cool new thing coming down the pipe because it's not a secret, actually. If, if you listen or go to the, the school board meetings, you'll see that it's happening. So there was a survey sent out a couple of years ago, I believe it was, focusing, and I may not get the words exactly right, but like on career pathways mm -hmm. and needs and wants and desires by the students and the families of the community. And of course, computer science was way up there. And our predecessors, we were all relatively new. We're two years or less, our team. At, not that we're new to the nonprofit world or the community, but our predecessors in partnership with LCPS won a, a Go Virginia grant to establish the K-12 computer science pipeline where computer science education and concepts and strategies and experiments and our are integrated in every subject area, K through 12. That's awesome. So it's just more exposure because this is the world we're living in, whether yeah, you're right. an artist or whether you're actually going into the tech world, mm -hmm. you know, or you're doing something with geospatial mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. right? Or environmental. Mm -hmm. These are all... Well, we live in this this day and age. Yes. This is happening. We were talking about this earlier with Novak about the trajectory that we're on in education and in outsourcing. Mm. Um, so you do have to stay up with what's happening. I right. mean, this is where we are. Right. So I love that we have this. Right. So that our kids can be up to date on all the latest and greatest. And I'm telling you that team just knocks it out of the park. So oh, yeah, that's pray, exciting. praise, praise to your CTE teachers out there. They're doing a great job. But another top response was health and medical sciences. So we are working to obtain partnerships and funders to actually launch what will become a health and medical sciences 
curriculum pathway. What? Oh my God, yeah. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, so that's amazing. Still very much in the beginning stages. And, it, and again, it's reliant on us as a team and the community partners. We have great community partners that actually are saying yes to an mm-hmm. upcoming roundtable that we're going to have with them just to facilitate this conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you need as far as workforce development? What do our students need to be prepared for mm-hmm. so they can maybe come out of high school right away and just go right into the health and medical sciences right. or health and medical career, mm-hmm. different paths, different mm-hmm. opportunities, what certifications are needed, what may be extended, you know, secondary education is mm-hmm. someone or our collegiate education is someone going to need. Industry degree. specific. Industry they, yeah. specific, but That's they awesome. may or may not, you know, need to go to mm-hmm. college afterwards. Mm-hmm. So right. this is very much, this is in response to what the community mm-hmm. wanted and how we as a nonprofit partner with the Loudoun County Public School oh System. God, that's so exciting. To kind of make this all happen and work really hard to see if we can we can make it happen. So fingers crossed. Wow. Think think Good vibes, and, yeah. um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of great interest, and there's a lot of great work that's being done to hopefully make this happen. So that's stay so tuned. I'll come on podcast number what seventy one and probably tell you, tell you more about it. <laughs> there you go. All right, you are always welcome, and you, you are a pleasure, Aww. and just so easy to talk to. So you know, I knew that I'm not a great interviewer yet. <laughs> But I was like, I really want to bring people in who know their business, they know their industry, they know what they're talking about, and they can just really speak passionately about it. It makes it super easy for us. And so I knew that was you. Oh, thank you. And um, especially after speaking with you the other day, just hearing about all that goes behind the scenes Mm. to make people feel appreciated, to make these grants happen, to listen to the community. There's a lot that goes on. And you guys are putting in so much effort. I don't think it can be said too many times that being appreciated no. goes a long way. For sure. 100%. Um, and, and having these awards and things that you're doing, celebrating the teachers and mm-hmm. celebrating the kids, it really gets people through some dark times. Um, it's not an that. easy industry, the education industry. And I promise yeah. you there's a lot of good happening. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good happening. And and then again, it's this it's it's a big district. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I came from a both my parents were educators. I came from a town of twenty five hundred people with one stoplight and had my dad as a history teacher oh, twice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I failed, because I had to have him twice for the classes I was taking. And I think about, you know, those students, and I mean, of course, this day and age, I'm a little bit older now. No, you're not, because I'm just right there with you. I'm okay. 50, I'm gonna be a little older in May and I'll be right there with you. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're standing proud, right? Yeah. Um, again, they've come a long way, but I guarantee you that particular district does not have the opportunity that our our students here, you know, not only in Loudoun, but I'm sure across Northern Virginia, just there's so much mm-hmm. opportunity and mm-hmm. and trying to make sure that all 83,000 plus students wow. know about it. Wow. So. Well, I can just speak for myself that being appreciated being acknowledged, being supported in the least tiny little bit of way gets me through 
Like, you know, you work, work, work. And mm-hmm. then to have somebody turn around and say, I really appreciate that. And just that, mm-hmm. let alone having an award ceremony and all the fun things that you've got planned for our amazing educators. These are things that you're doing at the Loudon Education Foundation mm-hmm. that are critical. Mm-hmm. They're critical. It's culture. Yep. It's like creating a really wonderful work culture Thank you. that meets all the needs as well as you possibly can. And I just really appreciate you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. And and you know what? We do hear it from our mm-hmm. educators and administrators. I mean, they, they do turn around and, and they are appreciative of our work and you're right it feels really feels really good so sometimes you know we're we're in it to win it like we believe in it and we're here for it and (laughs) we put our you know our heads down and get to work and get it done and because we love to do the work that we do but gosh Mm -hmm. and so when someone says I appreciate it or out of the blue you know a teacher will say gosh you guys are the best I'm like really we're just doing the work Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) this is what we love so thank you Mm -hmm. and I will be sure to pass that along to my hardworking colleagues Mm -hmm. all five ish of us so that's awesome no it's so important and all these the gaps that everybody's filling you know we have so many different charities and that's one of the things I love about the collectives Mm. is for me personally I've been able to use the collectives as a vehicle to root myself into the community and I feel that way by meeting people like Carrie and learning about Latin Education Foundation and all the different charities and so many So many that that don't have very much awareness, Mm -hmm. but they're filling all these gaps. Yeah, you know, like little little charities, one one person run, Mm -hmm. two people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, twenty people. And they exist for a purpose. Absolutely. And so, we, I mean, you know, if just, I have to dig into the numbers a little bit as an example, it's no secret, right? You you read in the paper, if you watch the Board of Supervisors meeting, you know that over a billion dollar budget was just approved mm-hmm. for the school district and to support 98 schools and learning centers, right? And there was still some cuts that happened. And, you know, we come in and and with all the various programs which that we support, some of which I mentioned today, we're giving, a, you know, anywhere from three, three and a half million mm-hmm. back into programming and support to our students and educators and and again these these big programs like right. I, I just talked about. And that's three and a half million wow. dollars that taxpayers don't have to pay. And so, by yeah. the way, yeah. three and a half million dollars that was well spent focused Mm -hmm. on an actual need. You mentioned earlier, you do these surveys Mm -hmm. because you care what the community wants. Well, that's what they need. LCBS does a survey. Right. Yeah. And then, and then you, you feed off of that and you fill those gaps. Mm -hmm. So it's not just money spent. Right. It's focused spending. Very focused spending. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. And that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And so there's good, always good room job. for yeah. more. Uh, right. Hey, yeah, hey, I was nudge, just about nudge, to say that. <laughs> I know. I know. I was but like, I'll, I'll keep it clean, Lisa. I'll keep it clean. <laughs> I'm no. just saying, if you, you know, if you'd like to hit that donate button on our website, <laughs> you could. So by the way, speaking of your website, what is your website address so they can hit that button? What oh, is it? It's very simple. Mm-hmm. LoudonEducationFoundation.org. And then you have a... a an, a very accessible button. 
Yes. And they can hit Very donate successful. now. It's red. <laughs> <laughs> it's red. And I think that's not changing with the new website. I feel so, like it know. should be like one I of those like, like flashy. flashy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right. Neon. Yeah, that's right. You have vacancy flashing. Yeah, yeah, we right. have room exactly. for more. Too. You know, and all, and you know, shout out to all the nonprofits. They could all use more. And I promise you, they spend it wisely and we spend it wisely. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and that is the beauty because the, the various programs, we also have the backpack coalition, which feeds hungry students. Yeah. Um, we serve over a thousand students every week with meal bags for the weekend. And we have Aww. also launched starting last year to this day, it's, it launched with six and we're now at 11 in-school pantries that offer wow. food items more culturally appropriate maybe for right. that particular I appreciate that because I know that in um, Sterling mm-hmm. in Sugarland Run District, mm-hmm. there were some gaps being filled by some different various people. Absolutely. And one of the things that they were able to bring to the attention of the food pantry there mm-hmm. was that the food was culturally not in line with not their population. Not everybody eats peanut butter. So they were able to do some shopping and That's to awesome. take that information and put the appropriate food into those pantries. That's great. That's awesome. So we're trying yeah. to do the same and also creating a more dignified experience mm-hmm. as well. And we also have hygiene items mm-hmm. um, that are very important. I have a high school boy student. So I'm just saying hygiene items are important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am telling you, I totally know. I mean, I have my 12 soon to be 13 year old. And what I need to do is I need to go and invest in some low overhead Clearasil <laughs> or um, some facial things for him because my stuff is expensive. It's I ex- use the good stuff and he's going into my stuff and using my expensive um Naturally. Facial yeah. things. Sure. And I'm like, Only the best for your baby, Lisa. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to get some stuff. But what I'm saying is that I feel like facial wipes. It's deodorant. It's it's shampoo. It's toothpaste. With it's all, all the ex- acne it's that they're all getting. Expensive it's expensive. Feminine you know, hygiene products. Feminine hygiene. My mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Yes. We it's all those. needed and it's all expensive. And mm-hmm. if someone's in a, in a family is struggling to purchase food, they're obviously mm-hmm. struggling to purchase these. And if you think well. that this is not a thing, it is. It's a thing. Um, and is. I'll just share a story. So, you know, I grew up Marine Corps Thank and you, you would think, service. oh yeah, well, my father did it. I was reserves. I didn't do much, but he was awesome. <laughs> not true. Um, I didn't do anything <laughs> actually, but you would think as a Marine on a base where they pay for your uniforms and they pay for your electricity and they pay for your housing that you would have food right? Well, we didn't hardly ever have food. You know, mm-hmm. my, we had four kids. My dad was always overseas. Mm-hmm. We were enlisted. My mom wasn't super great with money. And we went to a private school mm-hmm. where she was a secretary so we could go for free. And I remember going to lunch with a pretend lunch. So it was, uh, so people wouldn't question mm-hmm. to say, why don't you have lunch? Right? It was mm-hmm. more like just a piece of bread folded over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are people you would assume somebody has what they need at home, but they don't always. Mm-hmm. always. Even if they live in a house that looks like they might, 
or if they live in a zip code that you would think they would, right. you don't know what's going on. And so these are needed. These things exist because they are needed. They don't exist for no purpose. I had um, a community member tell me one time we were talking about an event that was coming up. And at the time it was, it was a masquerade ball, a charity masquerade ball. And this person said to me, I think it's so appropriate that you're naming this a masquerade ball Mm -hmm. because there are so many people masquerading that are in deep need. And then they went on to share a story. And again, I'm just sharing what they shared Mm -hmm. with me about someone they knew of that lived in a great neighborhood beautiful home, dressed to the nines, and then had a mattress on the floor inside, Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. on the inside. Mm -hmm. And again, that was just a story shared with me. And so it is, it's happening. And I know there's, there's, um, again, there's a great network of nonprofits here in the community that are trying to meet Mm -hmm. all these various needs. And, and there are great nonprofit food service providers and we're, we're just trying to help supplement and we are, you know, I'll, you know, we partner very well with Loudon Hunger Relief and we're appreciative mm-hmm. to them for sharing some warehouse space with us and just really being true partners in how are we going to solve this problem Again, and this need. Yeah, this amazing exactly. collaboration. Yeah. That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. not about competition. It's about community. And the more we work together, the greater needs will be met. For sure. And if I can get on my nonprofit soapbox for just a second, I've worked in the nonprofit world here in the community for about 10 years or more. And there are a lot of educated, very smart, very doers in this community. And I appreciate that so much. Before someone decides to go out and start their own nonprofit, see what's already out there. Mm -hmm. See if there's your idea can supplement what's already been being done, or is it a new idea that might fit Mm -hmm. in with their mission as a new program? And can you present that? And can you go to their board? Mm -hmm. And can you see, because what happens is the more nonprofits that are established, And again, I appreciate the willingness. I appreciate the drive. I appreciate the want to meet a need. Please, please, please see what's out there already Mm -hmm. because then it dilutes the donor base. Exactly. That we have. So Mm -hmm. your existing nonprofits are now fighting, not fighting, we're not fighting. (laughs) Scrambling. But I mean, times are tough, right? And people have their passions. Right. Choose your top three or four and support those issues. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. So, so that's, that's one of the things, like if you have a new idea that's different and you're creating something new, Mm -hmm. that's one thing. Otherwise, yeah, you know, find somebody who's already doing it, doing it well, and support that. Absolutely, because right. a there might a starting a nonprofit is tough, right, um, and time consuming to do it right. And there are a lot of resources out there. If that's truly, if you don't see the need being met, or there's not, and there there are resources available mm-hmm. to you. But that's what I would uh, challenge everyone is to really do the research mm-hmm. to see what's already being done. And I think done. everybody's all thinking what you just said. You know, honestly, because I hear about the backpack buddies, and I hear about the different backpack mm-hmm. this and the, and the blah blah blahs and the different stuff. And I'm not dismissing any of mm-hmm. it, but it does seem like there's like 25 different similar things happening when Mm -hmm. everybody could line up under one umbrella, depending, 
you know, obviously that it's all the same mission. Right. Very similar. Well, like Backpack Buddies Foundation mm-hmm. of Loudoun, they are actually a funder of our Backpack Coalition mm-hmm. program, the weekend meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So when you're supporting them, in essence, if they say yes, and we mm-hmm. hope they do, they'll be funding our program as well as, as mm-hmm. other programs. And then, again, collaborating with Loudoun Hunger Relief to mm-hmm. say, how can we help you? Right. You know, again, not you don't want to duplicate services. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I do a hundred percent agree with you. I like that. That was well said and needed to be said. Thank you. That's uh, just yeah. my own personal observation. No, it's you know? not just yours. <laughs> We're all thinking the same I, thing. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Right. Didn't we all think that? And yeah. I love people's hearts and I love the drive and ambition and the, and the motivation mm-hmm. to help. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But maybe just see what's out there already. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Or, you know, like you said, add on a service. Right. So if it's something specific that you don't see being met and you would love to add this, then maybe you could join the force and right. create join the a force. better tomorrow. <laughs> That's what um, we, I'm going to make t-shirts now for a whole nonprofit <laughs> community. Join the force. Yeah. I love yeah, it. The force. Um, okay. So, what else are we missing, guys? Is there something else about Love and Education Foundation, Aaron, that you would like to talk about? No. Did I, you wake up this morning and say, what do I want to know <laughs> about the Love and Education Foundation? They seem like I awesome people. I have something that I would like to say. Okay. What is one of your favorite things that you guys have contributed to? or oh what's? It doesn't have to be one specific thing. Like It could be one of your programs, but something that you guys do specifically that you're super passionate about that you love the most. Oh my gosh. I just love helping people. Uh, I'm a people pleaser. That's who I am. When people's faces light up, when we bring the big, we give them the actual real check. But when we bring the big fake check, you know, and they're like, what? And actually, here's a story. So it was our innovation in education grant program. And I happened to see on Facebook, one of my older son's former teachers was kind of limit to like, oh, I, I need this or this for the classroom. And I said, I don't make the decisions. I only raise the money. However, do you know about this innovation and education grant program? And you should apply. And if I see that, I'll be like, you should apply. You should apply. Again, I am right. nowhere near the decision making of these <laughs> grants <laughs> at all. And I'm like, but I want to tell people that this resource is available to them, right? Our educators. So Time passes, and I know that we've made selections and things are going on, right? You know what's going on in your business, our nonprofit. And out of the blue, I get a message from her. She's like, oh, my gosh, I got a grant. I had no idea. Her message was just exuding excitement and Mm -hmm. joy and gratitude and Mm -hmm. almost like disbelief. Like, I really didn't think I would get this, but it was helping multiple mm-hmm. classes. She's like, my team is going to be so excited. I mean, it was, that felt oh, really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we need to raise more money for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's encouraging. That's awesome, yeah. Right? That's, yeah. that's the fuel. Yeah. That's what keeps you going. It does. So it does. I love that. And I do. I mean, I love this community. Yeah. You know, Loudoun County is, it's just busy and growing and fast and moving and so many great things are, but so many great things are happening. Mm -hmm. And I 
I, I get no's, but more often than not, and it's typically the small businesses mm-hmm. that get asked all the time, we know this, we're mm-hmm. sorry, but we have to do it. <laughs> um, who say yes. They yeah. just constantly say yep. yes. yes. and Or maybe not right now, but hit me you know, this time. And there are so many people saying yes in this community Mm -hmm. that I appreciate that. Well, as a development person, I appreciate that. It's shocking. It's so generous. I just know, again, growing up in this tiny town, that tiny town doesn't still exist without people just banding together and supporting one another Mm -hmm. and saying yes. And I find that going from that tiny town to this huge, you know, community that people are still saying yes and supporting one another. Mm -hmm. And I know, Lisa, we've talked about this. What you've built Mm -hmm. with your team at the collectives is just unbelievable. The positivity Mm -hmm. and the support and the variety and the voice that you're giving me today and that you give to so many. I'm truly that is a shining example of what can be done in this community. So 100%. thank you. And that makes me happy because um, and I really appreciate that. That's encouraging. I mean, you're doing the work. Well, and it's like, if you look at the team, mm-hmm. right? I don't even know how many people we have on our team. How many? Like 40? 40, yeah. So, oh my gosh. you know, over three states. So we don't even know everybody right. really. Right. Um, <laughs> but... What it shows me is that, first of all, it was a need Mm -hmm. that needed to be met. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist Mm -hmm. because there's 100 million Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. So for us to have grown this way and to be able to make this impact and to have a large team like this is because there's it needed to happen. But for us to all work together for free and do so much work Mm -hmm. with our time, our skills and everything to serve the communities that we live in, is a representation of the communities that we live in. Mm -hmm. So we are just a small example of the goodwill that's out there. So people want a way to do good, and they want a way to give back, and they want a way to say thank you, and they want a way to be seen and heard. Absolutely. And so I do think that collaborating with all the different small businesses, which to me are the only reason – that we exist here as a collective has been the most awakening thing for me to see the generosity. Oh my gosh, yes. It's been crazy. Like I literally mean, crazy. I'm watching your gala come together and yeah. it the bubbles and bling, right? Yeah. And whoa. Dude, I mean, yeah, I know. So <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, there's like the small businesses that you don't even have to ask, they reach out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where can I donate? Where's the link? Mm-hmm. What What are the sponsorship levels? And it's just, it's so heartwarming to see that these are the type of people that we're surrounded by. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's truly a blessing. Yeah. It really is. And, and that's another thing that's been so amazing with being rooted in the community is doing these fundraising events is meeting all the small business owners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I mean, there's people that I've got to go get facials from, you know, I'm like, I have no choice. You have to. (laughs) It's like, you know, they've done so much. They've done so much. And it's like, 
for me, I want to support the businesses that support the community. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I know it's hard for businesses to say, oh, hey, use me. I donated. Mm -hmm. Right. That seems a little bit gross sometimes, even though I totally think you should do that. But that might seem gross to them or self-promotional or whatever. So that's why I love that what we do, which is to promote them and say, hey, look, this guy's donating to the community. He's rooted into our community. He's giving back. Let's help him do that. Support that business. Absolutely. Yeah. It costs nothing to share and, mm-hmm. and yeah. give the shout outs, mm-hmm. right? But we do. We live in the most amazing community that does have needs. Absolutely. That we need to partner with our small businesses, our nonprofits, and our public schools to see how we can fill those gaps. Right. And thank your teachers. <laughs> if you have students in the system, just a quick handwritten mm-hmm. note can go a long way. You so know what? I'm going to do that. Yeah. Wow. I know my teachers need to be thanked. <laughs> I know. My kids have awesome teachers. Yeah. Oh, that's they're, great. They're still in elementary school. So oh, I, <laughs> love, I love it. So Jay, my son Dane awesome was in public school. Then he was at charter school in Middleburg, mm-hmm. which I guess is still public. Mm-hmm. And then he was at Loudoun Academies of Advanced Studies. And then homeschooled. Okay. We've been working on a fit and now he's back in public school. Okay. So we met with his team the other day and his history teacher is young. We talked about that birthday you're having. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, I think, I don't think it's my age. I it, think it was the 90s it, it that got me. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. The 90s happened. <laughs> yeah. We had to make it through the 90s. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm not aging well. But, but his history teacher is phenomenal. Mm. This guy. And so the praise that Dane gave about his history teacher, this, and he reminded me of my son, Jake, had he, had he gone into teaching. Um, And so he was obviously just a super smart guy. And Dane's praise about his history teacher was high praise because he said he was a fair teacher and he had an even hand. So he did not show favoritism to the popular kids Mm. to the really, really smart kids that always had their hands up. It was very fair across the board and that he enjoyed his class because of it. That's awesome. Yeah. That teacher needs to hear that. I told him. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I told him in front of everybody. So it's even better, (laughs) but he really appreciated it. And so what I can say about what you do is when I told him this, his eyes lit up, mm-hmm. you know, because you're in your meetings and you're always in the meetings and you kind of, you know, and then his eyes lit up. It was not a criticism. It was a true praise from, a, you know, a kid who will not throw that out randomly. No. Right. And in front of his peers and his superiors. And so he, his eyes lit up and he really appreciated that. I love that. Yeah. So it's important you know, that, to do it's this. not just one week a year, right? It's not just teacher appreciation week, which is the beginning of May. I was going <laughs> to say it's coming up, right? <laughs> it is. Get your gift cards ready. Um, it's, <laughs> it's the beginning of May. Write those thank you okay, notes. So write speaking them all of, I know, speaking of teachers appreciations, oh. do we still give our teachers 
the the cliche, what is the cliche that everybody gets? Is it a coffee mug with their kid's picture oh, on it? I'm or? sure they get, you know what? Honestly, so my mom taught <laughs> elementary school and that was like one of our favorite days is like after the holiday party when she'd come right. home with her loot, so to speak. <laughs> and we'd go through and see all the all the fun things that she received that year. I think there were yeah. some half bottles of perfume. <laughs> like, so, God love these kids. They just wanted to give their teachers something. <laughs> they took, they it, from their took mom. it from their mom. Um, and they- <laughs> I know, but it's funny how we associate the coffee mugs because I always want to give the coffee mugs, but I'm like, I'm sure they have thousands already because mm-hmm. I have thousands of coffee mugs right? and I'm not a teacher. So I just, I do give cards and then have my kids draw oh, something yeah. for oh, that. Nice. I do think any kind of personal yeah. touches. But really I always awesome. tell, I tell my kids, pay attention yes. to your teachers. Mm-hmm. What do they like? What do they do? So my son for his third grade teacher, he goes, mom, Miss Pittman's always cold. So oh. he got her and she loves the Steelers. So she got her, he got nice. her a Steelers, like a throw blanket, throw blanket. and she still has it because so we're still in the same school. So um, my daughter, we're hoping, you know, she, yeah. she gets Miss Pittman for third grade and she's like, look, I still have I it. I love here. it. You know, I think so. PTOs are really good about collecting that information. Yeah. Like what's your favorite restaurant I, I don't I mean I know yeah the yeah they were doing that yeah. yeah go to the PTOs were pretty good about that no pressure PTOs I'm just saying it was very helpful <laughs> it is helpful it is helpful but I love that pay attention pay attention so when he came he's she's always cold and oh I'm like God, okay so we've got the perfect you know what? that's just good life <laughs> advice right <laughs> pay attention yeah there you go <laughs> how do people really want to be appreciated we talk about that in the nonprofit uh-huh. community too when helping isn't helping they, like, yeah Truly ask what's needed. How can we help the most? You right. touched on that with the things you're doing too. So well, and also with the gala, we were we were just like, okay, do what do we want to give away, like as a take home, right? So one of the things was champagne flutes. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, you know, nobody really wants champagne flutes, honestly. Like, I'm sorry, unless but- you're Leslie. Unless you're Leslie. Okay. Pay attention. Pay attention. (laughs) Leslie has champagne flutes. Leslie wants champagne. Okay. I want the thing that goes goes in in it. it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, but anyway, so is it needed? That's another thing. So I know that sometimes people are donating mattresses or, you know, dropping off cribs or different things like that at the, the, you know. The restore. Whatever it is. Yeah. But. They don't take those. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that they don't want. And based on previous yeah. experience, that costs that nonprofit money. Then to get to rid get of it. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When helping isn't helping. When helping isn't helping. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So we're not going to get a chance at this point to talk about some of the fun things that Carrie Murphy has to share about her amazing family. But um, we'll have her on at another time. Maybe, podcast 71. Maybe Podcast there 71. <laughs> to share some really cool stories about Carrie. And if you want to hear it before podcast, theoretically 71. Theoretically. Um, then you have to contact the Loudon Education Foundation and connect with Carrie. I'll talk to you all day long. <laughs> and it's really cool. And, and I'll just give you a little sneak peek of what you might learn from Carrie outside of the Loudon Education Foundation if you... Uh, message her to meet up and talk and it has to do with some really amazing cartoonists Norman Rockwell mm-hmm. and uh, a town in Connecticut mm-hmm. and that's all I can tell you 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and my email is very long, but very easy to remember. It's Carrie, K-A-R-I, at loudoneducationfoundation.org. Told you it was long, but you just plug it in and you got me. So if you want to hear this awesome story, learn more about Loudon Education Foundation and how you can plug in, then definitely hit up that email and create that one-to-one. Oh, thank you so much. This was fun. (laughs) It was fun. It's always fun. It's always fun. We don't do it if it's not fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate the time that you guys are investing and giving us this opportunity to share. Thank you. It's our pleasure. All right. So go out. (laughs) 